Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back, sports fans, to another episode of the Charity Stripe Podcast, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one sports podcast network in Los Angeles. For those listening at home, on the road, in the air, or in the water... Do you believe? We have a great show for you guys today. We're breaking down the national championship game, and we're going through the AFC championship game and the NFC championship game. So buckle up, tuck it into your waistband, because here we go. Three, two, one. We're back. We sitting here, I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about practice. Clock at five. Pass is intercepted at the goal line by Malcolm Butler. Rebound box. Back out to Allen. History final. Back. Gives it to Jenkins for the championship. He's going for the corner. He's got it. Bases loaded. Two out. We're back, baby. It's the Charity Stripe. Pitch your free throws because they're free. So 214 coming hot at you guys. And so 213. And I'm flanked on my left and on my right by offensive and defensive coordinators. Nikki Snacks. Cuddle. And Alex tossed me the rock to Sopolis. And like you heard in the intro, we're breaking down the natty between LSU and Clemson. Both Tigers, both out of Death Valley. We're recording on Sunday, so you'll be hearing this on Monday. And it's a game tonight. What do you guys think? Toss is full LSU gear right now. He is full. He, how confident are you in a scale of one to ten? Your boy is taking care of business. Seven. Seven. A seven. Mm. Okay, that's actually lower than I thought you were gonna say. Yeah, I was, really? that's lower than I thought you. Yeah, say I well. thought you were gonna say like, like an a eight and a half, nine. Like a nine. But seven. I think that's any solid. any smart man would be afraid of this Clemson team. They're a very talented team. They are a very talented team. Got a lot team. going for them. I, I do think they'll cover their spread, too, plus five and a half. And you've been hot, Nick. We're going to get into it later. But Nick went four for four on his spread divisional picks. And three of them were favorites. So that, yeah. that was really good, Nick. Uh, good for you. But, yes, the national title game between Clemson and LSU. Two quarterbacks. One of them smashing SEC records and winning the Heisman Trophy undefeated this season. And going to be the number one overall pick. And will most likely be the number one overall pick by the Bengals unless they trade the pick, which we are hearing rumblings of the Carolina Panthers looking to move up to grab the 1-1 in the 2020 draft. Matt Matt Rule likes him. Matt Rule loves him. And then you have Trevor Lawrence, who's never lost a game and will likely be the number one pick in the 2021 NFL draft, uh, who's been red hot on fire. A lot of hype... It never lost. A lot of hype surrounding both quarterbacks. But it's really the positional players that are going to make the difference. Obviously, LSU has three outstanding receivers, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, and Terrence Marshall Jr., who also has 10-plus cat, ten plus t- touchdowns this season. And they got Randy Moss's kid. Thaddeus Moss, they do have him as well. Thad. Thad Moss, who had a great Chick-fil-A bowl. Edwards Hilaire is also the big guy out of the backfield. And on the other side of the football, you have Justin Ross, 
T. Higgins, Amari Rogers, and Travis Etienne. Skill position players, who do you give it to? I still, I still give it to LSU just because of the depth, but I do think that the talent on Clemson is a little more poised and, and, and more talented and I think will translate more in the NFL than the LSU team will. Like okay. ETN, I think it's, it will be one of the better. I think it'll probably be the best back that comes out of this year's draft really? class. Yeah. And I think that T. Higgins will be probably a top three wide receiver at this draft class. Interesting. Very interesting. When it's all said and done. When it's all said and done, yeah. Okay. Taking into their taking their NFL careers into consideration here. Yeah. Projection. But also like just pure talent. I th- I think that I would take I would take Etienne over um, Hilaire, mm-hmm. and I would take T Higgins over all those guys. I think uh, Etienne it does a great job, especially uh, receiving out of the backfield. Uh, we saw him do wonders against Ohio State. Um, I think Edward Hilaire is very underrated. He's a, he is. He, he is. Over the course of the season, was a better receiving back than Travis Etienne was. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. Not to discredit Travis. I think Travis Etienne is the better overall running back. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that Edward Hilaire should not be going to a team that needs a three down back but I think he's a great spell, pass-catching James White type of back for a team potentially down the road. Yeah, sure, when he enters the draft. Um, I think that Edwards Lair is super under the radar, especially in a season where he had so many great running backs, a lot of good running backs in the SEC, a lot of good running backs across the board. Uh, The Big Ten had a couple guys who were awesome. Um, But I think he he just gives such a – he just gives like – he just rounds them out in a sense. So you're so worried about these receivers, right? Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase. And I think you have a great point, Nick. I think T. Higgins is going to be the best pro – at all these guys, his frame is fantastic. Uh, his catch radius is great, and he's got he he, he kind of reminds me of Kenny Galladay, yeah. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Justin Jefferson also will end up being a first round pick at the back end of this year. The Saints are picking at the back end; they need receiver help. Uh, I love the New Orleans, you know, Louisiana mashup. Stay there, Stay yeah. there keep them in. I love I love that concept, and I think they'll they'll ride with that. Whether no matter who they have at the quarterback position. Yeah, I mean, um, I I think that. T. Higgins, I agree with you, Nick and Josh, that he is the best receiver talent-wise mm. out of all these guys. But I think just, Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase are both better than Justin Ross. And I think Mitchell is considerably better than Amari Rodgers. I think Amari Rodgers, you could even not mention him in, in, he, in contention with the, rest, with the rest of these players. Yeah, but he's good, and he came out, he came out big on, on a third down against There's, Ohio yeah, State. Yeah, but I mean, you're talking about, talking about three LSU wide receivers who were the third one pushing 1,000 yards. That's crazy. Terrace Marshall Jr. is great. And he and will, Jamar Chase won receiver of the year. Yeah, he won the Blitnikoff. Terrace Marshall Jr. he's Jr. not even the best receiver on their team. No, he's the second best receiver on the yeah. team. So I think the weapons, I, I think it lends towards LSU. Mm-hmm. I agree. And, I mean, just for by the numbers, Joe Burrow's 78% completion rate, 5,208 5, yards, 55 touchdowns, and only six <laughs> interceptions. Um, just un- un- unworldly stats. He had unworldly stats going into the Chick-fil-A Bowl and then obviously put up a seven-touchdown performance. In the first half. The first half. I mean... Rush for one. On the other side, yeah, and he runs... He move, He's so mobile in the pocket, and it's something that, you know, he's really grown into because at the start of the season, you didn't see much of that. And granted, he's played stronger defenses that are forcing him to move around uh, a bit more, uh, but he's so mobile out of the pocket. He never panics, and it's just such a jump from what we saw last year. Last year, we saw what I thought would be a, a college quarterback, a guy, if he was lucky, would be picked in like the fifth or sixth round, right? And now we're talking about him being the number one pick. Um, he's just grown so much, and the receivers have grown so much around him. I mean, there's always... Well, he could have gone, gone to the league last year, and he would have been undrafted. Yeah, oh, for sure. 100%. For sure. Sometimes it's the right decision to stay. For sure. It's, and Sometimes then, it's wrong. Yeah. 
And then you got it, and he obviously cashed in on the right decision. Um, then you have Coach O, right? Who America's fallen in love with. Uh, LSU has a great head coach. We've we've talked about on the show about him getting a lifetime deal over at Louisiana State University. Uh, but on the other side of the football, you have Dabo Sweeney, who's won two national championships in the last five years. I think he's the best. Three. I think he's the best coach in college football right now. I think you'd be hard pressed to disagree. I think you could throw Saban's name in the hat. I think you can also throw James Franklin in there too. Yeah, I think Franklin's good. I think Franklin's great. I think what he's done has been masterful. Um, I think sometimes in big games he comes up short. Uh, like a couple of year last year in the Ohio State game when he had that terrible fourth and two call. Um, this year when he realistically, I mean, yes, that Minnesota team was great. They beat Auburn uh, in the bowl games, which was a bit of a shock for me. PJ Flex, a fantastic coach. But Penn State's James, James Franklin and Penn State probably should have gone into Minnesota and still taken care of business and won that game. And had they done that, they played Ohio State close enough that I think they would have given Oklahoma a run for their money for that yeah. four spot. A closer run than Georgia Agreed. would have given them. Agreed. Now, back to LSU versus Clemson. Clemson is one of two teams to have been to the playoffs five times. Every time there's been an option for them to be in the playoffs, they've been there. They've been to, they've been to three national championships, won two. So the experience is there. Trevor Lawrence, like we said, has never lost at the beginning. And last year he came out and dominated Alabama. Now, that was an Alabama team who also had a high-powered offense, right? Who I thought, you both had Clemson last year. I was the one that thought Alabama was going to win, Right? What has changed in this Clemson team for you guys that this won't happen again? Because I know you're on LSU and unbiasedly so. I think you think. Yeah, I mean, and I think that to answer that question, it's the opposite side. It's the other, what the other team is offering. It's what the other team has that Clemson, I I think they have too many weapons. I think that this game, obviously Isaiah Simmons is a fantastic, he's a first round talent, right? And he's 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 a top five talent. To me, just because just looking at the teams that are picking there, the more I think about it, top five I, talent, top uh, it'd be a top five pick. But I think you think the, he, Isaiah Simmons should be a top five pick in the NFL draft. I think he end. I think he will be. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Just because of his versatility, because he could he can he can, you could line him up all across the field, except really on the defensive line. He could play inside linebacker, outside That's linebacker. That's a pretty big jump in the drafts in in projections in comparison to other mock drafts around the United States right now. Mm, I've seen him going third, and I like that. Because knowing, again... Well, I've also seen him going in the in the 15 to 20 range. Sure, and I think there's a lot of fluidity in, in the entirety of, of this NFL draft coming up. Okay, okay. I would be... He's going to test out of the waters. He's 6'4". He had a great game against Ohio State. If he, if he was a top five pick, I'm not discrediting his ability because I think he's fantastic. Now, I think that the rest of the team is going to... My point being is that the yeah. rest of the team is going to have to step up Isaiah Simmons is going to be fantastic, right? He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna create havoc. They're gonna they're gonna blitz him. He's gonna be great in coverage. If he has a turnover, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Just because of how good of a player he is individually. But I think that my big question mark for the Clemson defense is: Can Justin Foster get to the quarterback? Can he bring down Burrow? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then can Kevon Wallace and Darian Kendrick cover? the number two and three guys on this LSU team consistently where they're not breaking open. I mean, this is an LSU team who's the best team in third-down conversions in in college football. There's a reason why they're in this game, right? There's a reason why both these teams are in this game. Of course. Um, And statistically, they're at the top of the line in every category on offense uh, and on defense for Clemson. Part of that is who they're playing in the ACC. LSU's defense is good, not as good statistically. Mm -hmm. Um, but But I think that they... 
just because of the depth at wide receiver that LSU has. And we were talking about Thad Moss as well, Clyde's uh, ability to catch passes out of the backfield, and Joe's ability to extend plays outside of the pocket. They're going to be hard-pressed to cover all of those weapons on every single play. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's, that's the edge. And then it becomes, it becomes a battle of adjustments because I do think that LSU is going to come out early and they've, they've looked fantastic in the beginning of every single game they yeah, play. Yeah, they're not going to start slow. They're not going to start they slow. They don't do that. Um, Which I think is a problem for Clemson because they started slow against Ohio State, a banged-up Ohio State team. So that I think we saw in that game. They kind of they found their way in that game, and it was on the reliance on Trevor Lawrence and his legs. Right which, from the offensive side of the ball, and which the defense, was an ace in the hole, which is something we we were not expecting. Yeah, I, he could. I know he can move. Right. I did not expect him to run for 103 yards. Oh yeah, he's he's six six, and he's he he had he looked like Josh Allen out there. Not that that would have translated to the NFL, but he looked like Josh Allen running out there, college version. Yeah, he ran the ball beautifully, strong, um, strong, and he, fast. He and he the way he went through his progressions, which I think Joe Burrow is the best at, and one of the best I think we've seen. In, in college football, in uh, and uh, maybe since from like from a pure passing standpoint, absolutely. Maybe since like let's say Bradford, or like a guy like Luck, you know, or where they had good weapons around them and can really move and can kind of make decisions very quickly. Um, right. And then Joe Burrow consistently makes the right decision, but Trevor Lawrence is right there with him, very close. And I don't think he has the same weapons or the same you know offense. I think uh, Joe Brady um, and that LSU team runs a great offense, yeah. a more dynamic offense than Clemson does. No shot against Clemson. I just think LSU's offense is something we haven't seen before. And I think we've been I think we've been saying that the past couple of years is like we haven't seen anything like Kyler. Two has been unbelievable. We haven't seen a, a guy do that do that to an SEC d- uh, division in so long. And then Joe comes in this year and and, and one ups Tua. Yeah. In a year that had Kyler not been there, he would have won the Heisman, right? So I think this Clemson defense is going to be hard-pressed. I think uh, bringing pressure on the quarterback, and like you're saying, Toss, I think they can't start slow because had Dobbins been healthy and he came out in the second half limping, which we all know and saw, had Justin Fields been healthy from the jump and been able to use his mobility, right, he couldn't run the whole game. They would have done a better job at eating the clock. Yeah, it was a not, That was the big issue for Ohio State. They were unable to eat the clock which allowed Clemson, you know, to to get uh, to sink their teeth into time of possession, to get second chances that they normally wouldn't get. If LSU starts hot and Clemson doesn't, they're just going to leave them in the dust. You, there's no way you can play catch up against LSU. It's not going to happen. Yeah. And no, it's I, not like this NFL game that we watched, uh, you know, yesterday yeah, with, the, with the Texans gonna, and the They're not going to slow down. Right, right. We saw it happen against against OU. They just came right out and smacked them. Right. They're not going to slow down now. I am interested to see that first defense that Dabo throws at LSU because if you look at LSU, the only game that they didn't score in the first quarter was their game against Auburn. And Auburn dropped, I think they dropped eight guys every on the first like wow. three or four drives. They dropped eight guys back and had three guys rushing. And LSU ended up winning that game 23-20. It's the it's lowest the closest, amount, yeah. It's the closest. It's one of the closest games they played all season. It's the lowest amount of points they scored all yeah. season. I'm sure that Clemson is looking at the the film from that game. Yeah, what did they do? Um, obviously, a great coached game from Coach O because they and, and you know they and Joe Brady because they make adjustments and win that game in the second half. Clyde Edwards Hilaire had 140 yards on the ground and 23 plus carries. So maybe that's a game plan that Clemson implements where they say, let's let this guy coming off an injury beat us. Let's make them run and see if he can if see if he can duplicate that that type of performance and get 150, 125 yards on the ground. Yeah, and I, I mean I don't think it's really 
it's really tough to limit, you know, what these receivers can do. But it seems that that's the best that any team has done in doing that. And I mean, Jamar Chase still had 140 yards and 10 catches. But yeah, I you mean, do what you yeah. can. You do what you can. It's almost as tough as saying Clyde Clyde's name. It's such it's a really, t- it's, it's a such a tough. Yeah. T- anyone else Everett's having trouble with Clyde? I like hear Toss say, and I'm like, okay, that was like somewhat better than I mustered it out. Still not great. Though. Still not great. Mine was like a five and a five out of ten. Toss, you had like an eight. Nick, I don't think Clyde was, Edwards Hilaire. Seven out of ten, as always, dude. That was great. That was great. Nick. I think that was perfect. That, that, okay, yeah. ten out of ten. But I'm saying on a roll, it's such a tough name to say, and it's not like it's like C E H is such like a. It's not like a great like. It's not like Jackie Bradley Jr. where it's like J B J. Where it's super quick to say and it's rolls C- off the top. Ceh, ceh. It's such a dis- even that is like not it's, it's three way, like not good letters. C- I know together. it's very tough. Is what I'm is what I'm trying to say. It's, it looks it's, cool in a jersey though. Yeah. Oh yeah. Edwards Lair is a great jersey name. Yeah. 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 I I think and part of that letting Clyde kind of do his thing, letting him beat you, lends itself to a good defensive game plan because it means that they're not gonna. It, it's a bend don't break strategy, yeah. right? Where they can't beat you over the top for a, a forty yard pass to to Jefferson or to Chase, mm-hmm. or or a sixty yard pass to Moss like he caught against Oklahoma. Yeah, and we also yet yeah, T Higgins came out of the game, right? Yes, and then came back in. Came back in, but he wasn't at full tilt. But we did see throughout the beginning, uh, and and it's something that Clemson really hasn't been super tested with in the, being in the ACC. What happens when they have a number one, like a true number one cornerback? Slotted up against T. Higgins with Jeff Akuda. Jeff Akuda ain't your average cornerback. Yeah, he's a top five pick. Yeah, probably. That's a that's a for sure to me should be a top five pick. I talent wise, yes, and invaluable because it's so hard to find a franchise corner like him. I'm just looking. I'm really realistically, I'm saying Isaiah Isaiah's a top five pick because I'm looking at the number three team. I know Matt Patricia. I know the defensive schemes. I know who he comes under, Belichick, and I, I know that he's going to be looking at that versatility and, sure. and it's going to catch his eye. I think Okuda is, is more talented than Simmons. And, and you can't, you, you know, a number one corner is invaluable, but right. so is versatility in today's NFL. And now, but I think Derek Stingley Jr., DSJ, um, is probably the best freshman that I can really think of. Like, Jadavian was so good. You know, but I'm trying, and I'm sure I'm missing somebody. But off the top of my head, I have—I don't think I've seen a defensive freshman be this good, especially at the cornerback position. Not since one of his predecessors at LSU was there as a freshman, Patrick Peterson, and was yeah. I—I I don't remember a corner being that good in college football, and the part part of that is because I followed LSU since I was a little kid. But Patrick Peterson, I was like. Oh my gosh! He's unreal. He was so good in yeah. college. He was so good. He was great. And maybe it's me. You know, at that time, well, he got drafted in 2011, so he's a freshman, like 2009. Me not being as you know aware at that age of the freshman coming in, and mm. me for, more, more so focused on the stars of the game and getting and get, falling, falling in love with the game and getting to know it uh, as well. So my, my my lack of appreciation for Patrick Peterson as a freshman probably stems from that. Um, but I, I seriously don't remember. Like that's who they're going to match up. T. Higgins, a guy who Nick, you're correctly saying, is going to be a, a, the number three receiver taken off the board. Maybe number four, depending on if someone love falls in love with uh, Ruggs' speed, which I'm sure someone will. Um, but Higgins is going to be a first round pick for sure. Probably a top twenty guy. And then opposite of him, Justin Ross is going to be matched up against another first round pick, Christian Fulton. Yeah. And then you've got another first round pick, Delpit, over the top, playing yeah. safety for them. Yeah. So I think. From a from an offensive depth standpoint, LSU beats them. From a defensive depth standpoint, LSU beats them. And I think that that is just going to lend 
towards the LSU game plan and them being able to pass at will on these guys. Mm-hmm. I, I don't see them missing a step. And then you talk about, you know, we're looking at the NFL right now and, and this Titans team that's won two games on the road because they are hot and they are, have won many close games at the end of the season. And LSU's done the exact same thing. And they are equally as hot, if not hotter. I, mean, I, I yeah, don't know if I've ever scorching. seen. I don't know if I've ever seen. Yeah, they're, they're walking into this game. They're, they're playing NFL Blitz and they're walking in on fire. They're like scorching. It's, they're the hottest team in sports. Yeah, for sure. Without a doubt. I mean, they haven't lost a game all season. Either has Clemson. But it's the wins that they've had have been so in a profound and, yeah, yeah. in a different fashion. And the way that they just blew out OU, the number four team in the nation, was just crazy. And that was after they blew out. Honestly, I think worse. I think they blew Georgia out worse than they did they OU. Did. They did. They did. And they at also, least OU put it, came up, showed up. They in the also handled half. Alabama, too. I mean, that was a close game, but it was a fun one. And they got, I mean, they weren't not supposed to win that game. People didn't think they were going to win that game. When was the last time someone scored 45-plus points on Alabama? Exactly. Yeah. Auburn did it a little while after, a couple days later, but yeah. before then. Right. That yeah. was like a depleted yeah. Alabama team at that yeah. point. But, yeah, that I mean, point, I think yeah. a lot of the, you know, Brent Venables is going to have to is going to have to figure out, the defensive coordinator is going to have to figure out something similar to what they did to Ohio State where Justin Field had thrown one pick all year. He threw two in that game. Yeah. One of which was at the end of the game. Yeah, but still yeah. at the uh, you but know, at a crucial moment. It's a crucial moment, sure. and it, it's going to come down to like what you were saying is how they're going to have to look at the Auburn game and and do something similar to what they did um, by rushing three guys, you know, dropping back eight. You know, I mean, they were against Ohio State. They were rushing two guys sometimes. They were having stand up blitzes. You know, way different kind of schemes than you usually see in a traditional style defense that Clemson usually plays. Um, so it's going to be a different look for sure that they're going to have to to throw at LSU to try to you know make those turnovers happen, try yeah. to try to make yeah. Burrow uncomfortable back there. I mean, that's that's always – I feel like that's always a huge key to the game is making the opposing team's quarterback uncomfortable. Yeah, AJ, It has to happen. A.J. Terrell's going to have his hands full. Big big time. Yeah. I almost, like, wonder, like, who do you – who in that LSU team do you stick your best corner on? Do you stick him on you, Jefferson, who's the best, or Jamar Chase and just try to cancel him out? I think you put him on Chase. I, I don't think Jefferson can be – I honestly, I disagree. I think it's I, a waste of time. I disagree. I think he's better than T. Higgins because I think he's a better route runner than T. Higgins. He is. might be. I, I, not that not that he's like as athletic, but I think he he's one of the best route runners I've ever seen, and his hands are second to none. Um, you mean this receiver classes? He doesn't necessarily have this. T. Higgins yeah. is so fast. Like that guy's his wheels. I, I are think I think that like Justin Chase is more of is it just just Jamar Chase? Jamar, sorry. Yeah. Jamar Chase. Is more similar to like a Antonio Brown, and T. Higgins is more similar to like a DeAndre Hopkins, where it's like DeAndre Hopkins is like a freak specimen, crazy athletic, you know, amazing hands. His catch radius is out the roof. But like you said, Jamar Chase is an amazing Jamar route Chase runner. Or Justin Jefferson, you mean? Jamar Jamar Chase is, okay. is like Antonio Brown, and T. Higgins is like DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, but I I think that you, if I were Clemson, I would be sticking Terrell on Chase. Yeah. And putting your second best corner on Jefferson, I agree. I just guess. hoping and, and just, helping yeah. with safety coverage, uh, you know, over the top and, and trying to just contain him, giving him like, you know, seven to ten yard catches, but but trying to limit them. Other than that, he know. just beats people off the line so fast, and, yeah. he, and he gets he gets through the secondary so quickly that even having a safety over the top, it, it, you you have to play him deep, like center field, because that guy just breaks wind yeah. and, and is gone. And he's he gets oh and he, you know he just makes so many, and it's so many good tr- ca- catches in traffic, like, like I feel like a couple Burrow like yeah mo- a majority of the time the guy's open and he finds the open man with ease but sometimes he really just allows Jefferson to go and make a play and there was a couple times that OU game he had one catch where it was like double coverage 
in that OU game, and he th- he 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 bodied two guys, and yeah, he made, made it, and he made, made it like, look easy. Yeah, frighteningly easy. It's just I you know tell yeah. I mean I'm I'm thinking that what what Clemson needs to do, and I'm saying that they need to get Clyde to be the guy for LSU. But then you look at LSU and what they've done this year from a rushing standpoint, and they're the th- they're the number three team in rushing success rate. This is not a team that, that can't run the ball. They're fantastic at it. You, it, this is it. I mean, it's the way. And, the, the, and the it's way not like they only beat people over the top either. They can, they can, you know, they can dink it and dump it down in the flat and, and still convert on for on third yeah. downs. Like, it sounds so simple and so basic, you know. I almost just hate the analysis. Is this of a this. top? This is a top. It's a top. I hate, like, I hate, high I, possession for sure. I hate, like, I hate that it always boils down to this when you're playing such high octane offenses. But that's like the bread and butter, and man. that's why, it's like the that, how. That's why they're going to have to. I think Clemson's going to really have to rely on Travis Etienne and Trevor as a runner as well. Trevor like, as a runner as well, but the, but I think Etienne gets the ball like 30 times this game. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot. It's a lot. He's not used to that kind of work. No. I know, I know, but I. I think they're going to be running a lot of like QB reads where yeah. it's just like it's either it's either Trevor's going to get four yards out to the left or Etienne's going to run it up the middle for five. Like it's going to be a lot of that. It's going to be a lot of read option, which proves to be dangerous against, I will say this, an Ohio State defense that's better than LSU's defense. Yeah. The Ohio State defense was probably the best defense in the playoffs. I would say not probably was the best defense in the playoffs. Um, And they did a good job running gashing him. Trevor did a good job gashing. Now, I, I, I think LSU, you, you could look at the tape and try to contain that, but a 6'6 body, if he has any kind of daylight, him just falling forward is like a bunch of yards, yeah. right? Lunging yeah. forward is like six, seven yards, six, seven yards. Yeah. You know? I mean, we mentioned their defensive backfield, and obviously Chase Young is the best defensive. He was the best defensive player that will be coming out of college football. Clavon Chason is another first-round pick. Yeah, I think so. He was if so good in the OU game. If he's not, then he's the he's early in the second. I mean, I, I just got to do your due diligence and mention him as well because yeah. it's not like they don't have a good pass rusher and Great. someone on the edge who can get to these guys he, when they try and break out these. He had the best game the against OU. He had the best game out of all the defenders against OU. He was all over the place. He was a menace, he, and in he's going to need to do. That. He's going to need to duplicate that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, he puts you know, he puts a big hit on Trevor. On the outside, and he becomes that much less likely early on in the game. He becomes that much less likely to to cut one up and run it for sixty six yards. Right. Yeah. And the, you know what? He's almost Chaseon's almost in a situation where if they can really seal that edge, they'll force a lot of you know they'll force a lot of the game to the opposite side of the field, which was similar to what we saw with Chase Young. A lot of the game was forced to the opposite side of the field to Chase Young for Clemson. So if Chaseon could get hot early then that'll really help LSU. Yeah, and if they can channel Etienne up the middle where he's less effective than on the outside, I mean, it's he's so hard to get in the yeah. open field. He's so elusive. Mm-hmm. Channel him up the middle where your big guys can get a hand on him, slow him down, then your linebackers can, can bring him down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another thing that Clemson has to be wary of, too, is, I mean, this game's in New Orleans. This is a home game for LSU. For sure. It's, it kind of sucks for them, but you've got to just have that. You never know when mind. they schedule it. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, yeah. So got to come ready to play. Clemson's got to just be ready. And they'll travel like make well. Sure that, yeah, they'll travel well, but it's probably going to be like 70% LSU, don't you think? Mm, I think maybe 60-40. 60, 60, yeah, 60, that's fair. 60-40, 65-35 kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. This Clemson team travels well. I know people I know people that went to Clemson. And yeah, I, I, I mean, it's, like, it's, look, it's still like a southern school, you know. Yeah. It's, it's not that far. Exactly. Yeah, you know. They win in Arizona, which is, I mean, yeah, Ohio State's closer, but it's both a massive, massive turnout um, from both schools, I'd say. Um, but, yeah, 
So, without further ado, enough talky talk, enough beating around the bush. Let's get into our predictions with scores. Because let's make it hot and spicy, all right? So, Nikki Snacks, what do you think? Score the game, who's going to win it? Okay, I want LSU to win. Okay. I do. I, I like that team a lot. Thanks, Pro. Nick. Yeah, no, of course. But oh, my, Nick. my heart says that Clemson is going to win this game. Close game. Very close game. Um, I think it's going to be around 42 to 36. 42 36 in like favor. Like a game winning like a game winning touchdown. Yeah, a game winning touchdown okay. type thing, you know, where it's end like, of the end of the game. Yeah. I mean, that's what of course what we all want to see. That's what we, we want, want. We want something like that. But I do think that Clemson is just I mean, their coach is, is it has the experience. Trevor has the experience, you know. It's it's a ferocious defense. I think they're going to get the job done. I definitely think they're covering the spread five and a half. I think that's kind of a lock in my eyes. Okay. Um, but, yeah, uh, I want Clemson. I, mean, I want LSU, but I think Clemson gets the job done. And what done. a big way for Dabo to kick off the decade of, of a decade that I think he's going to be the best head coach of anyway. Yeah. But for him to win that first championship of 2020 would be pretty impressive. It would be very would. impressive. It would be. Um, and if he wins this year, honestly, he'll probably win next year, too. Realistically. Because he got Trevor back. <laughs> yeah. Realistically. Um, so you're going with experience over the skill on paper. Yeah. I mean, he, there's still skill on paper. Oh, yeah. Too. But the, the LC yeah. team is more skilled. Kind of wild say. that, like, Trevor Lawrence, the what we've been talking about as, like, the second coming of Andrew Luck, like, that highly touted as a recruit is the other quarterback in this game. Oh, yeah. Is that wild? The prince that was promised. He's the other guy. <laughs> he yeah, is. He's, he's the good. other guy. I mean, he's the less hyped guy. I mean, he, he didn't have as good of a season. Yeah. yeah. His numbers were worse against easier opponents. Crazy. Like, okay, Josh, who you easier. got? What you got? Who do I got? What I got? Okay. Um, I won with Clemson last year. Uh, sorry, I won with Alabama last year, and Clemson dogged me. Dog. I... I'm not going to go with Clemson again, just because, <laughs> <laughs> just because I I don't know. Like, my heart is saying that Trevor Lawrence is is never going to lose a game in college, and that is the storybook ending he's going to get. My heart is saying that. My gut is saying that. Wow, I'm a little hungry. What's in the fridge? But my head is I'll saying. I'll tell you what's in the fridge. What. Some nice shrimp etouffee, some crawfish, <laughs> so, so, so. some gumbo. And I think that is what's in the fridge. I think LSU is going to win this one. I, I'm going to go against the Nikki Snacks Crider spread, which uh, my head is saying is a bad idea because Nikki Snacks Crider is hot right now. And all good things must come to an end. Four for four. Uh, four for four <laughs> on the weekend. Um, and he, if he goes five for five, he will not let us live it down for the rest of the week, maybe two weeks. Now, I'm going to go, though, that they missed the spread. 45-35 in favor of the Tigers, the LSU Tigers. All right. Good, good clarification. The, clarification. the fan of the hour. Yeah. I mean, look, Nick said it. You know, he wants the Tigers to win, but he voted on the Clemson Tigers, not the LSU Tigers. And, uh, you know, Nick's been wrong before, and he'll be wrong again after tomorrow night when the LSU Tigers beat the Clemson Tigers 45-31. to 31. A whopping 14 points. They're wow. going to crush it. They cover the spread. They just they ride out into the sunset as, I think, the best college football season ever by a team. Mm -hmm. yeah. Most dominant. Most dominant. If they win by 14 points it's against hard, it's hard to Clemson disagree. Team, it's hard to disagree with you, but if they did my that. gut says yeah, 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 yeah. Clemson. Well, yeah, no, the guts are guts. Guts are guts are guts. Your, are guts your gut is different than your gut. It's totally different, but your gut is going to feel like I felt when I went on that exchange program trip to Mexico City when I was in seventh grade Ooh. and I got Teoti 
Teotihuacan's revenge, Montezuma's revenge. Or when you, or when you had a gut problem in Thailand and you missed the full moon party with me because you were not feeling so good in your gut. Yeah, those. You know what that was though? It wasn't even anything that I ate. It was nerves. Oh. And you know what I don't have right now? Nerves that LSU oh. isn't going to win the national. Well, were you nervous tomorrow. that you were going to show up for a full moon and there was going to be no full moon? <laughs> yeah, because I'm a werewolf. That's the sun. <laughs> the, the, the false advertisement. Oh, it man. was a fun party. You yeah. missed out, bro. You remind me that Montezuma's revenge story reminds me of one time I was in Israel. We were going I, rafting. Yeah, I, I pooped my pants. Okay, hold on. You didn't, on an you didn't, ink, on you didn't give your prediction. On an Aztec and, and then I'll tell my story yeah, in Israel. 4531. Oh, you did. You did. You did. 4531. Um, so, just so, so it's you two versus me. Yeah. I'm 1 0. Tasta 1 0. You're 0 1. I'm 0 1 in TCS, BCS predictions. Ah. Uh. So one of us will be undefeated. One of us will be one and one. But one of us could go zero and zero and two. Zero for two. Dang. One of us being Josh. <laughs> Only Josh can go. <laughs> Only two. I can go zero for two. Um, uh, speaking of zero for two, another time I struck out was on this <laughs> Israeli trip when I was rafting. Uh, <laughs> I thought there was. I was eating a shawarma, chicken shawarma, and I was looked at it and go, "This is a little pink." Eh, you know what? There's a long line. The it's rest of chicken, bro. You cannot have pink. In your I, I I know that, and the rest of my group hadn't ordered yet, and I don't want to be a nuisance or a hassle and delay the rest of the trip. So I was like, all right, I'll so take one for you. the team. I I'll take one. Come on, I'll take one for the team, and I'll eat this raw chicken. I was like passed out in the raft. Like I was, it was disgusting. I was such a mess in this raft going down the river. That's lovely. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of lovely, all right, let's review real quick. Nick, what's the score you have? Um, 42, 36, Clemson, Clemson, I'm 45, 35 35 LSU LSU, and I'm 45, 31 LSU. Yeah. So all in the forties and I'm I'm curious for the winner, the winner winner has the forties. Yeah. And I'll throw it out there on the Instagram tomorrow. What do you think the final score today or today will be? Yeah, that's what we'll do. Yeah, we, we record on Sunday night. (laughs) We record on Sunday night. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of recording on Sunday night. We're also brought to you by a certain somebody. You want to guess who we're brought to you by, Nick? Hmm. Does it have to do with gambling? It does. And tomorrow's it does. tonight's a great game. Are you, he's five for five now. Is it so my bookie? It's my bookie. Yeah. Oh, wow. What a guess. So if you're going to put money on this game, like I know Ooh, Nick is. A little salt and pepper on the eggs. A little salt and pepper <laughs> on the eggs. Nick's going to throw down a whopping amount of money, I know, because he's a big betting man. And he <sighs> loves the Clemson Tigers tomorrow. <laughs> Mistake on his part. He's going to lose money. But head over to mybookie.ag to make your predictions a reality. Nick, head over to mybookie.ag. MyBookie is one of the most trusted in the industry. Yeah. But football not your thing? No worries. MyBookie's got it all. From the NBA to the Premier League, the they've Premier even League. got odds on the UFC, which is really, really cool because there's a nice little fight coming up. Conor McGregor. McGregor versus Cowboy Cerrone fighting on the 18th. He said he'll fight him. He has the flu. He'll beat his ass. McGregor returns to UFC. Things are gonna get exciting. You better put a bet on that. My bookie has the fastest payouts, best promotions, and a very helpful 24/7 customer service team. Thank 24/7? you. 24/7. I tested 24/7. it the other day at 3 a.m. Well, did you actually? And they hit me back. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, "What's up, Josh? Like, uh, can we help you?" I was like, "No, nah, like, nah, just, just checking just, in. Just checking in for the 24/7." I, I listen. I'm on the, I hate false advertisement. Yeah, that's good. False advertisement. And if you join right now, my bookie will match your deposit halfway, all the way up to a thousand. That means if you deposit two thousand, you'll get an extra one thousand for a whopping three thousand dollars in total. All you have to do is use our promo code BLV to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code BLV to get your extra cash from my bookie. Nick, what does BLV stand for? Burrow loves victories. He sure does. Bet, win, get paid. Yeah, the truth of it. So now that we've talked some college, let's get let's get to the pro level. 
We saw some great games this weekend. We saw the Niners, after the game was tied at sevens, jump out and uh, sevens and <laughs> jump out and demolish the Vikings. Um, the Vikings were only able to score three more points, where the 49ers scored 20, with the final score of 27 to 10. Uh, Jimmy G. Decent, actually, not even that great. It was the subpar. defense. It was no, defense. defense really well. No Kittle, no problem either. Kittle had three catches for 17 yards. Didn't Whatever. really matter. And Mostert, who we've been on for the past five weeks, was second fiddle. Played yeah. well, but was second Evan fiddle. Coleman which, Tevin Coleman played his ass off. Which tip your cap to Kyle Shanahan because <sighs> that's just great coaching. He's just he's keeping his guys fresh, rotating, dude. rotating, fresh, rotating, dude. And, fresh and Mostert actually had a great game. He's a, he's he has like eight eight carries for like 56. Also, Kendrick yards. Bourne had such a sick catch. It was like. I mean, it was like in the middle of the game, but it was a dope catch. Yeah, Bourne's a nice, he's a nice number three for them behind Sanders and Debo Samuel, who yeah. continues to impress. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I look, I think San Francisco is my clear favorite um, in the in the NFC. Okay. Um, I, it'll be Green, them It'll Green be them versus the Packers. Yep. Yep. Green Bay played a great game today, handled business against Seattle, um, almost kind of let up a comeback. Um, but I, I do think that the Niners get the job done against them. They've got a better defense. They've got more offensive weapons that than um, the Packers can even handle. I feel like, I mean, mm -hmm. the the Packers do have a good defense. They've got the great a great duo in Preston Smith and Zendarius Smith. They, they brought it in the offseason, both them. Yeah, best what best defense they've had in a while. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, that I can Jared, remember. Jared honestly, Alexander is great. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're, I like they're playing. King. They're playing good. Desmond King's good too. They're playing good. Um, is it Desmond King? Desmond King plays with the Chargers. Uh, no, Kevin King. Sorry, Kevin King. Kevin yeah, King. Yeah. Um, um, and then Donnell Savage Jr., who's oh, yeah. great. He's savage. He's he is really a savage. Where he's the all chorus over the place. at? Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they won twenty eight to three, uh, twenty eight twenty three against the Seahawks today in Lambeau. Cover the spread. Uh, or yesterday, since we're recording on Sunday night. But this is dropping Monday for the upteenth time. Um, <laughs> then also on Sunday, uh, the Texans were up twenty four nothing. Everyone was lounging, cooking Botch. breakfast, eating sandwiches, talking whoa, 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 shit, talking so shop. Fast, not friend. so fast, my friend. The Kansas City Chiefs at home in Arrowhead. First of all, that stadium is booming. Oh my God. I thought I was going to blow out the speakers of the TV. Um, I did have it high in volume because I can't hear that well. Did you, did you see that after their last touchdown? Yeah. They put on like their, their Jumbotron. Ran out of fireworks. That we ran out of fireworks. They, they, they apologized to their fans, which I thought was really nice of them. And, oh, but so they sweet. also like kind of swag. troll too. Though. Yeah, they told them. Oh, yeah, great sure. troll. And then they told the fans, if you have a problem with this, like go take it up with. You know, there's the Texans. A, no, no, take it up with <laughs> yeah, take it up with the Texans. Take it up with Bill Brown not, or Romeo Cornell. No, take it up with there was like a stand, like a first fans first stand somewhere in the stadium. If you have a problem with that, go take it up with them. Which I'm sure you realistically, if you had a problem with, you could. Now that you being think said, <laughs> the fans must have been. If you're you're at that game, you're getting hammered, right? Big time. I'm sure they're underestimating how too. many fans. While passing through, stop that stand to complain. And now I know I've seen stands at these games. There's no more than two, three people working at them. Talk about being overwhelmed after a win. Well, what are you? You just want to go home, go out, get out, and celebrate are you after working a are long you day. Complaining about a 
20 point victory though I don't if think I'm so. a worker that doesn't want to be there another two hours because because of all the fan complaints possibly but I don't think the fans are going to be complaining because they they did their that's what they did their job. That's I, what I, I agree I just think them being drunk and seeing the opportunity I Maybe. know me as a drunk and uh, what the fireworks that well that's why <laughs> exactly. you're, that's why uh, you're a Pats fan instead of a Chiefs fan <laughs> I pick up money for these fireworks yeah <laughs> uh, but the Chiefs win uh, you guys are just generally 30, abrasive 31 uh, 31 uh, 51 31 over the Texans and then yesterday if, or two days ago we saw uh, Lamar Jackson the future MVP of the season uh, lose to Derrick Henry who is essentially uh, or apparently a human being okay um, let me let me posit a question for Atlas. you let me posit a question for you Get, given a 10 yard head start if Andy Reid got a 10 yard head start and then belly bumped you would you stay no standing way. or would you fall on the ground dude hell no hell no he's tall too he's big <laughs> He would swallow me. He could have been in the WWE. WWE SmackDown. SmackDown versus Raw. Derrick Henry versus Andy Reid. Who wins? Derrick Henry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is he allowed? Like Reid Reed gets a chair. <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay. And Derrick Henry's two out of three falls. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> why do I know so much about that still? Um, but yeah, 28-12 Titans over Lamar Jackson. Nick slipped it in. I've given Derrick Henry a new nickname, Atlas, who was a Titan who was charged with carrying the world. The weight of the world on his shoulders. The weight of the world on his shoulders. He's breaking postseason records each week. Dude, in the he last, broke his own record. On the, he So uh, we play a 16-game season. So in his last eight games, he's had almost 1300 yards if you average that out to a 16 game season that's smashing dickerson's 2105 that's crazy it's like 26 and he did lead the league in rushing this year too oh right. for sure and he's he, Has he, he's, he's played himself into a top three pick in fantasy football i think ooh, top five ppr non-ppr um both I mean, for sure, non-PBR. Standard league, for Standard sure. league, he might be like the two. With I mean, McCaffrey's always the one. I think regardless, McCaffrey's the he one. Just because gets so he, gets in, he gets so many yards. He gets in the end zone, yeah. catches the ball, and runs the ball. I mean, and so in many PBR, touches. it's no question. Blowout. No question. Blowout. And then probably Saquon still. Saquon's still well, number two because he, he showed up at the end of the season. But Kamar, but I mean, Henry's ahead of Kamar for me right now. And oh, I, Yeah. Uh, let's see. I still Zeke. I think is still so got to be up safe. there. He's got to be up there. He just saved. Derrick Henry's a top five pick, though. For oh, sure. For sure. For sure. I also we say Josh. You said that he's the best running back in the league. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. pure running back. Yeah. Come on, man. Like, dude. Pure dude. running back. I, it's hard, hard to, to argue. Disagree. How hard can you say Derrick Henry's not the best? The way he pure. runs, how big he is, too. And you know, it's crazy. Everyone slept on him. I was a big proponent of him coming out of the draft. He was just so dominant. Is at he Alabama. the best running back to ever come out of Alabama? Sean Alexander is pretty good. Yeah, but Sean Alexander had 27 touchdowns in the season. Yeah, Sean Alexander was. You know, I was. The thing is, I was thinking about that 27, um, that 27 touchdown season, and it's the same thing with with um, Ladainian Thompson, 28 touchdown season. That doesn't happen these days anymore with running backs. They don't get no way twenty something plus touchdowns. That's crazy. They don't even get enough touches to do that to come close. I mean, Derrick Henry had what? Like, I mean, Aaron Jones had sixteen touchdowns. He's had twenty one all season, including tonight. And that's that's yep. the sec- That's the first game of the playoffs for him. Yeah, with the bye, so kind of crazy. Yeah, it's wild. That was Did you look it up, Josh? You think is it is Henry? 
Uh, I don't know. Sean Alexander's great. Yeah, and I think maybe right now through his like Ingram has had the better career. Yeah, so far, but right? he's but played longer. Are we gonna say pound? No, no, for no. Pound? Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. Pound for pound, I honestly really do think it's. I really do think it is Derrick Henry. I don't know. It's tough because Sean Alexander. He, he's an MVP, offensive well, player honestly, of the year. The pound for pound <laughs> argument doesn't help because Derrick he's Henry, big. Because he's huge. Because yeah. he's six four, like yeah. two forty five. Sean massive. Alexander is is five eleven, two thirty. He's a behemoth. Yeah. Um, the Truck. he's so big. He was on, also on the cover of Madden. Like, are we gonna really come on? Look, well, they, how could, big they a, could give Derrick Henry the cover this year. I hope they don't. <laughs> Look what happened to Madden Peyton Hillis. Shit. It's legit. I think he'd be fine. It's kind of legit, but like Mahomes was out for like what four games this season? Yeah, he he got hurt. Antonio Brown (laughs) gone. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) forgot about that guy. Yeah, Tom Brady. No Gronk. Did Gronk get hurt? Retired. Yeah, but that's that curse. He did on his own terms. At twenty nine, he retired. I guarantee you, if he was not on the cover, if he was not on the cover of Madden, Gronk would would still be. Was there a Brady thing? Nah, he's too good. It's like the, <laughs> he's, he's the one the who's exception. <laughs> yeah, okay. He's the exception. Uh, but yeah, I would say Derrick Henry is he just so I mean he's immune it, to the curse. Okay, yeah, it's, it's right gr- now. What we're as seeing. great as Derrick Henry is, as awesome as the Titans have been playing, as much as I would like to see them win three games on the road, we'd be shocked. I yeah, I would be really shocked because at the end of the day, I think we were. What all do you think, Nick? Nick? No, no, no. I I think Kansas I think City the Bucks stops here. Yeah. Look, here's the thing. I was telling someone before the game even started. I was like, look, I have Tennessee money line and I have Tennessee plus ten in case I know they're gonna cover the spread, but I have money line. And they're like, why? Why would you do that? And I was like, look, this team is just the the worst nightmare matchup for the Ravens. It has nothing to do. I mean, they're playing good ball, but with a style of offense that they have, where they don't turn the ball over. They, they they run and, and pound the ground with Derrick Henry, where he's constantly just busting out runs, giving the ball to him like 29 times a game, time of possession. But also, Vrabel was such an amazing defensive mind. He just took down Brady and Belichick in Foxborough. You don't think they're riding that momentum into into Baltimore, M&T Bank? In a game where Lamar Jackson had 500 yards of total offense as an individual. Yeah. And realistically... Where where it was the... the you know, talk about Ben don't break in this college national championship game yeah very much the same situation where it's like you know he's gonna get his yeah. but limit everyone else don't let anyone else beat you and make him work really hard and force him and he what they did to come from behind where he, sacks too and where he had to throw turnovers. and he had two interceptions that's the big kicker right there yeah. tennessee does such a good job of picking its spots first of all their defense it's a great defense the defense yeah. is so underrated and they've drafted so unbelievably well on Rashawn Evans is a very good he's middle a linebacker he, he's been all over the, the place Logan especially Ryan's, the last Logan year. Ryan's been playing a league he's great um, and then you have Bacaro awesome. had a pick Bacaro, Byard, he, Kevin Byard yeah awesome. he's great. great a lot of guys like Jackson Dory Jackson uh, Vaccaro uh, Malcolm Butler who are not as talented as the other guys are stepping up Jeffrey Simmons is coming back at the right time uh, he's been good obviously Jarrell Casey is, is dominant yeah. Um, they're just a very good football team yeah. and on the defensive side of the ball and the offensive side of the ball a lot of things people aren't talking about um, Tennessee has been playing must win football for like the last six games Yeah, it's been must win the Ravens have kind of been chill in the last three weeks and don't tell me that doesn't make a difference. They rested all their guys in week 17. They didn't play last week. And now this week, they're so coming two up. Two weeks off. Two weeks off. You can't There's do no that. There's no momentum either. Versus a team that just, A, has won like three game, three or four games in a row that they've had to won, win. One in Foxborough against the defending champions, against the Patriots, who don't lose in the playoffs in Foxborough, or very rarely do. Right? Derrick Henry is hot. Tannehill is playing for money. 
Tannehill was playing for some serious dollars. Also, Taylor Luan, their left tackle, was suspended earlier on in the season. People forget about that. That line is really good. The line's great. Jack Conklin's going to get paid, dude. Versatile guy could play guard tackle. That, yep. that line's going to get paid. No. That's for damn sure. But And then they, Tannehill does a great job with his legs. He does. They haven't he even, always like, has. They haven't always even has. like broken out really. But I don't think that they're going to beat Kansas City. No. And it's not this it's not this that's like I was saying is the matchup for Baltimore that was the worst matchup possible, but for for Tennessee this is the worst matchup possible. Kansas City their style of offense is completely different. It's too dynamic. Too dynamic and and I would argue that their defense is the most Super improved hot. defense in the NFL. Super in the second hot, half, dude, like they're everywhere. Frank Clark is just dominant. So and Chris Jones didn't even play today. Yeah, and, the, and, and Frank Clark is so dominant, and the Honey Badger has been great. Uh, defensive Player of the Year candidate. Uh, Hardman is, is is a facet on special teams. He's a he's a Pro Bowler on I special mean, teams. They've got three Pro Bowl um, receiving weapons. No, oh, yeah, Hardman, uh, Hardman, Tyreek Hill, return and specialist. Kelsey. But yeah, know, for sure. Still. Yeah, Kelsey is the best. Kelsey to me is the best tight end in the game. I love Kittle. I think Kittle's a great blocker. But I think Kelsey is just so good and so dynamic. He, he also himself is a great blocker. I think he's the best tight end in the game. Uh, one of the best I've ever seen. I think Hill. Toss. We were going through it today. I made a, a list. I was bored before you got here. Nikki Snacks cried to the studio. I made a list of my top fifty receivers in the league because for some reason 25 was not enough for my head um and then i had tyree hill in the top 10 because i truthfully believe that and toss you were at, number you, six was he not yeah but you were at you were in on that too i don't know about that exact ranking but I you're in I, on the, I, think, I think the people want to know who top 10 is. i think i guessed like one through six pretty correct? quickly i think yeah. real quickly i think real quickly we can go through your top 10 i think people without arguing about it we can argue wanna, after yeah, the show i just want to listen to it you want to hear my top 10 Yes, I do. Uh, Julio's number one. Michael Thomas is number two. DeAndre Hopkins, number three. Mike Evans, number four. Devontae Adams, number five. Tyreek Hill, number six. Keenan Allen, number seven. Jarvis Landry, number eight. Amari Cooper, number nine. Odell Beckham Jr., number 10. Nice. Cool. Yeah. We're, not, we're not supposed to talk about it. Cool. No, okay, there we are, yeah, but that, that's where I have things. He like, look, Josh looked at us like he wanted to talk about it. I know, he, I couldn't help he myself because I did. But I, but I, I, we, we were debating whether I threw out the... For another show, for another time. I threw out that Tyler Lockett was a top 10 guy, and Toss was like, no, and I was like, eh, you're probably right. And so I listed it all out and just couldn't help myself and got overzealous. But Chiefs, Titans, I think we're all in agreement that the Chiefs are going to win this game because yeah. Patrick, I mean, Damian Williams had a good game today. Uh, he was uh, facet on, on, on the ground late, Look, and obviously if, in the air. If Deshaun, the best, dude. if Deshaun Watson can't keep pace with Patrick Mahomes, as good as Ryan Tannehill is, he's not the same type of He's not the same type of caliber player as Deshaun Watson. Yeah. This team is not poised to get in the shootout. And A.J. Brown is awesome. He's, yeah, so he's good. awesome. He's going to be a great receiver going forward, but he's not DeAndre Hopkins. Yep. They're no. also running out of birthday juice. today or uh, Yesterday was Saturday was uh, Corey Davis's birthday, his 25th yeah. birthday, yeah. and the week before that was, was Derrick Henry's birthday. So Yeah, and I, I just think that going into Arrowhead, it's t- a little tougher than playing in Baltimore. Um, I think Mahomes, as good as Lamar Jackson was and as dynamic as he is, Mahomes uh, was running wild, by the way, 50-plus yards on the ground. Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. He also has better weapons than Lamar Jackson does. Oh, I for think sure. Lamar I Jackson is in – the Ravens are in dire need of another receiver. Kansas City has the best weapons in the NFL. Please, I think they're about please, to run into a buzzsaw. Please, if the Ravens – if they are rolling out 
Seth Roberts next year, I'm going to throw a fit. Me a too. T- an absolute tantrum. Nothing against him. Would love to have him on the show, but come on. You know, uh, yeah, I th- I think and I think Hollywood case. Brown. We were talking about this before the show as well, Josh. I think he's a number two receiver. No, I think they right now. I think they. I think they should look to maybe add. I think it'd be interesting to see if they take a running back um, because Ingram's getting up there in age. Uh, I think it'd be interesting. I, mean, I don't know if they're going to do it, but I think if they're sitting there at the back end of the draft, uh, now they've been eliminated a little earlier, they'd probably be picking. I think it's like 25, 25, 26, 27 around then. If a guy like Lavisca Chenault's there. I don't know. Or it, they just, try to sign AJ Green. Or they try to sign AJ Green, goes, yeah. Yeah, which he's a beast. Um, yeah, but that's so we're all in agreement that the Chiefs are going to win this one. Chiefs, Chiefs heading to the yep. Super Bowl from the AFC side. All right, I don't think we're going to agree about the NFC championship. No, I don't though. think we're going to agree about it. So either. I have the Niners. I think you do too. Yeah, I, I have the Niners. I'm a little bit more like up in You're the air. You're really Could in. You, you think that not, okay, so you think the Niners, you think the Niners are going to win it all? That's what I'm saying. Um, That's what I'm getting at. Fuck, dude. I don't know. I like. I want them to, um, but I God, the Chiefs are so good. I'm rooting for the Niners. I'm rooting for the Niners too. All yeah, as am I, because that's my team this year that wasn't the Cowboys. <laughs> I last year it was the Rams. This year it's the Niners. It just so happens that every time I, also, I pick a second team, I also they end need, up in the Super Bowl. I also need them to win because I have a Marquise Goodwin jersey coming in any day now, and it might not get here by the time that game rolls around. So I need that for Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I I'm rooting for the Niners as well because of Jimmy G. Since he got traded there, I've always been like, but I've do you think they'll win? And Kittle's no. a huge WWE fan, so you gotta I know, love that. I know. Wait, so you think the Packers are going to pull it out? Yeah, I'm not going against, at this point, I'm not going against Rodgers. Also, okay, Chiefs, Packers, State Farm would love that. Oh, my God. They're both the face of State Farm. They, they, oh. they, if, Rogers. if they get to the Super Bowl, they better roll out the best Super Bowl commercial we've ever seen. Yeah. Ever seen. Like, ever seen. Which like, is, I don't know, I think they've already probably made the Super so Bowl many. commercials. Like. Right? Don't you think they've made yeah, the most for sure, Dude, for sure. They, they could, but they could, they could, yeah, they could. They could it out. make an episode also of probably, TV in a week. They could they put on the that. production. They jets. also probably film those in the off season. If I had to guess, they're not gonna be like, "Hey, uh, Packers, sorry, I got to go film the State Farm, State Farm commercial." I think they'd work out a deal. I'd also love for it. Maybe, what if like this is my idea for a State Farm commercial? Mahomes and Rogers are there. But maybe Brett Favre comes to back Rodgers. He gets involved. All of a sudden, whoa, where's Priest Holmes been? He's back in the fold. Matt Castle, not going to be there. And we get a we get a state <laughs> we get a state farm Trent Green, maybe. We get a state farm Wrangler crossover commercial. Ooh. What? what? That's what, what we all wanted. Maybe we'll film it. If they don't film it, we're filming it. I think That's I think promise. maybe Heinz Ketchup makes an appearance for uh Patrick Mahomes. He's a huge ketchup fan. Is he? Yeah, yeah he puts yeah, ketchup, ketchup on everything. Yeah, I love ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Bert or Ernie? It's a close match. Mahomes. Kermit the Frog. It's Mahomes. 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 We were talking about this before the show, though, but all four coaches, uh, this would be their first Super Bowl. So that's cool. First Super Bowl win as coaches. As coaches, right? Y'all know, Vrabel, y'all know if Vrabel got Vrabel done. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean, want obviously Andy, Andy Reid. I want Andy Reid to get it. It would be really amazing for him. I think the Chiefs, I'm still adamant that the Chiefs are going to win it all, but, but I think the Packers are going to win. Okay. I Look, I would love to see Andy Reid get his, but I'm rooting for the Niners and the Texas boy, Kyle Shanahan, is going to get his. And Marquise Goodwin. And Marquise Goodwin. Yeah. I just think I, I'll say one more thing on it, on the notion. Uh, I, I just, I, again, I'm not going against Rodgers. Um, but 
I can't go against Rodgers. I just think you're they look good. Wearing today. A, you're wearing a Green Bay Packers shirt right I'm wearing now. Wearing a sexy Green I mean, Bay Packers. Too, so was Nick. Uh, Ryan Matthews jersey. Uh, Rodgers, Rodgers is legacy. He knows is up there, and I think he does care about it. I think Aaron Jones has done a great job running the football. Obviously, not as well as the Niners have, but he's done a great job. I think Jimmy Graham had a good day today, and I wouldn't be surprised if that happened again. On the Niners side, Quan Alexander's back, which is huge for the Niners. Massive, massive. Uh, their defense is just frightening. And with him, with him, he's the anchor, dude. Uh, and then uh, Devonta Adams is but versus look, Richard Sherman is whoever wins that matchup. That's gonna be so fun. Whoever wins that matchup. That's who wins the game. And we're talking about Devontae Adams coming off of a game where he was, this was the most targeted he's been in a game the entire season. And he came into the clutch. He was great. That that Mm. third down conversion at the end of the game. First touchdown of the game, too. Was was awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, Adams is a stud. That's why you had him number five on your list of wide receivers. So good. Could be number four. I I could replace him with Mike Evans. Yeah, sure. Yeah, but Richard Sherman on the opposite side of the ball is a Hall of Famer. So yeah, I have like a, a, a football crush on Mike Evans. Richard Sherman is one of the best cornerbacks of our lifetime. I'm am absolutely stoked for this matchup. I think Richard Sherman. And the if that gives you corner. if that gives you any indicator on who I think is going to win the game, because that was such a West Coast answer. <laughs> Go Niners. Go Niners, baby. Go yeah. Niners. And on that, on that notion, uh, before we head out, we just want to remind you guys, if you're going to be watching these championship games, uh, AFC, NFC, and if you're going to watch the BCS tonight, we want you to watch it comfortably. Yeah. And yeah we yeah. don't want any discomfort where you're sitting down. We also don't want to see any. Because like, I watched, I saw Nick watching no the mid-game game the adjustments. No mid-game adjustments. And, None. And by that, I mean mid-game adjustments to your balls. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because support for the charity stripe comes from Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Nick, tell us something about your balls. Please. They are super, smooth? super nice. Super smooth. Super it's nice. Smooth. <laughs> Nick's balls because are, I Manscaped. Nick's yeah, balls are do. super, super smooth because he uses Manscaped and the bulb deodorant, which ball has powder. which has redesigned the electric trimmer, the lawnmower 2.0. Nick's favorite has proprietary skin-safe technology, so the trimmer won't nick or snag. Nicky <laughs> snacks, crida. Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. Manscaped also, like Nick said, has has the crop preserver and anti-chafing deodorant and moisturizer for your testes. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code believe at manscaped.com. Again, that's 20% off plus free shipping with the code. Believe B L E A V at manscaped.com. Great. Take Thank care you. of your family jewels. Ball out for your balls. Ball out for your balls. Good luck to the, the LSU Tigers for Utah. Thank you. I'm excited for uh, the football playoffs to come to a close and the Super Bowl to come playoffs. around. Playoffs. And to the fans out there, drag both feet inbounds, swing on a full count, rip that puck, hit that putt, hit your PKs because they free and hit your free throws. Why, guys? Go Mavs. Because they're free. We out you. We love you. Thank you for listening to Believe. 
You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.